kick it. Yes, I am back again, finally, with another podcast. So where have I been? What have I been doing? Why haven't I done a podcast? What's what's going on in the future? What's so many questions burning to be answered? Well, the answers are not far away. All that is coming, but first, a little bit of quick business. Oh, by the way, in case you all forgot... I am Joshua DeYoung, the Beer City Bandit, and you are listening to the Do You Mind podcast. So I bet all of you listening have been wondering where I've been, what I've been up to, or at the very least, when I was going to do another podcast, if ever. Honestly, I was starting to wonder myself. I'm doing the thing where I type it all out again because I don't like to ramble. I mean, I do, but I just don't want to waste any more of your precious time than I have to. I mean, not that I think you listening to my podcast is a waste, although I have sort of felt that way in the past, which is part of why it's been so long putting out another one. I kind of just gave up and decided that nobody really cared or wanted to hear from me. And I know that's stupid when I stop to think about it, too, because even though I have a very small fan base, they are dedicated, and they really do seem to care about what I have to say and what I think and really just my whole life experience and how it's led me to a fairly unique perspective on life and I feel like I've taken that for granted lately. I've just been in another one of those dark places that it's hard to get out of sometimes, you know? Like the one where you've been there so many times before and it just starts to feel like home. Like, this is just the way you're going to be the rest of your life. Just isolated and depressed and Shuffling along through your life, doing your best to just not bother anybody. Just get by and do good enough. That's all I want. At least that's what I'd convinced myself. I think there's some things in my past maybe that have made it so I'm scared to want anything more. It's like deep down I'm terrified of the disappointment that... I've convinced myself is inevitable anyway, so why bother? Save yourself the embarrassment. Just learn to be grateful with what you have and stay right where you are. And that's a mentality that I've sort of struggled with my whole life. And I've been caught up in one of those emotional funks for quite some time now. But it's a new year and it seems like that fog is finally starting to lift. I see things for how they really are again instead of my negative perception of them. I have so many potential opportunities and people around me just waiting to help. I just gotta put in the work myself and do something. I'm recognizing that this podcast is like a vehicle that could really potentially take me anywhere I wanna go. I just gotta get into it, put in the necessary fuel, and just drive and see where it takes me. I've been feeling like this podcast thing has been it's like nagging at me and just trying to pull me back in and in several different ways like for one thing the Facebook page that I made for it it just it just keeps getting more likes 
it seems like every week I get a notification, two more likes, three more likes, and I'm not even doing anything. And still, my audience seems to be growing. It's like, come on, dude. It's not that hard. It's ready to go. Just come back. Yes, of course, I should come back. But what should I talk about? Well, then all of a sudden, I just start having these deep conversations with random people throughout myself, like really random ones too. Like ever since I started fighting for street beefs, I've been getting a ton more friend requests. And I I just say yes, because, you know, why not? Like as long as they're not obviously a robot, you know, maybe it'll open up networking opportunities down the line. Maybe it'll just expand my audience, you know, who knows? Anyway, but I'll randomly have people DM me sometimes and sometimes I just want to ask questions about you know, street beefs or fighting in general, or they'll just, or they'll ask me about comedy. And, you know, sometimes it turns into like real big life question conversations. And those are all areas in which I excel. I mean, I really, I can't claim to be an expert on anything. Like, let me just clear that up up front. You know, I, I can only give you my best guess as to what's going on and the meaning of it all based on my own experience and stuff that I've heard from people smarter and or wiser than me. And I just I just love having those one-on-one conversations with people. And but you know, after it goes on for a while, sometimes I'll find myself referring people to the podcast, like not just to brush anybody off, although sometimes I am just busy, but because we'll be on a subject and I'll go, "Oh, I actually did like a whole episode about this exact thing." Like it's all fairly synchronistic, man. It's all sort of falling into place for me. And while I do value those conversations, you know, there's only so much time in the day. And I feel like getting my thoughts out there to people in this way is a much more efficient use of my time and efforts in the long run. And I think if you like the ideas I'm presenting here, if it's touched you or struck a chord in some way, please share it with others because. I just want to spread those positive vibes as far and wide as we possibly can. That's like the long-term goals anyway. I mean, for me, right now, it's just about being as strong a positive influence as I can on my immediate circle of influence, which, like I said, is already growing on its own. And it's that personal touch that I think is really another reason that I need to do this. You see... I've observed a lot of my friends going through similar struggles to what I do all the time. And I don't like to see my friends suffer. Like, if it's me, it's whatever. I'm used to it. But I care about the people around me, and I want to help them. Especially when I can personally relate to what they're going through and how much it can suck. And I'm not saying I'm even all the way out of the trappings of my personal struggles, but I know the way out. I've just been choosing not to take the path that I know is there. Ooh, I just thought of the perfect example. I'm so glad I get to bring this up on a podcast because I was just thinking about this movie the other day and I don't get an excuse to talk about it a lot, and now I do, so here we go. Okay, it's called Ricky O, The Story of Ricky. It was a movie made in China based on a Japanese manga from the early 90s. And I just recently read some of the source material, the manga, for the first time. And if you like super violent manga and or anime like Baki, you will love this one. I guarantee it. Like there are sometimes what I could only call 
absurd levels of gore. And they keep faithful to the manga in the movie. But keep in mind, this is early 90s on a B-movie budget. Think like old Evil Dead movies, but like worse. You might have seen a clip from it, like it went viral a while back, where it's these two guys, they're fighting in a prison yard, and they're having this epic martial arts battle, and it looks like the good guy's just about to win, and then the other guy, in a last-ditch effort, stabs himself in the stomach, cuts himself open, pulls out his intestines, and attempts to strangle the main character with his guts. That sounds insane, but like the characters and actors themselves, for the most part, take it super seriously and it makes it so much better anyway so the guy the main character ricky he's basically like your standard super strong power fantasy anime protagonist think dragon ball fist of the north star about about like that level of power right like this guy punches holes in concrete walls he could escape from this prison anytime he wants to just by punching his way out anyway all that to say that's me. I'm I'm Ricky. I could get out of my own shitty situation, but I just don't get up and take action like I should. So much for not rambling. I regret nothing. Anyway. Anyway, it's a real problem. And um I always have the best advice for everybody else, but like I never take it myself. So this podcast will also be a sort of way to keep me accountable as I grow along my journey and share with you the things that I learn along the way. Someone once said the best way to get good at anything is to teach it to someone else. I think I heard that originally in the context of martial arts, but it really applies to all of life in general too. Like I've never held myself in particularly high regard when it comes to prioritizing my own needs at all when I'm feeling depressed like it's hard for me sometimes to just do something good for myself like I'll just rather do the bare minimum of whatever everybody else wants me to do to make them happy and that's good enough and I think like that mindset has been detrimental to the way I view myself and the way I live my life for a long time like I would do something nice for a friend that I wouldn't do for myself and I often just forego my own wants because they're just not that important or I just don't care you know like just for an example when I was depressed as a teenager I didn't want to do anything but mess around on the computer all day and stay inside I did it for like a whole summer and we had a pool we had a nice above ground metal pool with a little deep end and everything that I could go swim in anytime I want and I love swimming. It's like one of my favorite things, and I wish I could do it way more often now. But I just never go outside and go by myself or go first and get everybody else to join in. But if my brothers were outside and they really wanted me to play, I'd go and we'd have a blast. Like we'd see who could swim underwater the farthest. We'd take turns singing songs to each other underwater and try to guess what they were. And best of all, I'd get to practice wrestling moves on my little brothers. And let me tell you, there are few things more satisfying than hearing that belly flop smacking sound when you hit that Brock Lesnar F5 just right. It's just... And if I'd taken that initiative, I could have had more of that. But we don't get time back. We only have now. So all that to say that... 
really the best thing I can do for myself and those around me is to be more proactive and invest more time in taking care of myself, both physically and mentally. Then when I'm trying to help people improve their lives and give them the advice, it's not just coming from a place of like, oh, you should just do this. It's what Joe Rogan says to do or Tony Robbins or whoever, you know, insert whatever successful person you want there. Like, like, hey, if you sing, especially rock music, chew bubblegum, it'll save your voice. Dave Grohl says it's legit. But anyway, it wouldn't be like, oh, look what they did. Instead, it'll be, hey, this is what I'm doing, and it's working really well for me. Come do this thing with me. Because sometimes when someone who's already successful tells you to do something, even if they're right, there's like this tendency to go like, oh, yeah, well, it's easy for them to say they're so-and-so. They're, they're so special. But when you see someone in your own circle start to really take off, it makes it seem like it's more real and possible for you, too. And speaking of seeing someone take off, that brings me back to street beefs. Um, you know, part of the goal of improving my physical health is so that I can compete at a higher level and you know, open myself up to greater opportunities. Like, there's this guy who just started in street beefs last year. His fight name's Memnon Warrior. Look him up. He's a savage. Like, subscribe to his YouTube channel, too. He does great fight breakdowns. Anyway, he's about to blow up. He just got picked up by former UFC champion Anthony Pettis' new fight promotion that he's starting. And he's moving out to Roof to Milwaukee to train at Rufus Sport with Anthony Pettis and a whole bunch of other great fighters there full-time. That's like one of the best gyms in the country. And on top of that, Pettis shared a picture of him head-kicking somebody and announced the signing on his own Instagram and gave him a big shout-out. And then that got shared again on SportsCenter's Instagram, which is huge, like millions and millions of followers. And there's this picture, it's like his picture right next to LeBron James. Like you can go look at it right now. It's awesome. I'm super happy for him. But like, it just goes to show how much hard work can really pay off. I mean, like he said, he started this year. I mean, obviously he didn't just start fighting this year. He was like really good when he first came, but still, you get the point. And I feel like if I really apply myself and honestly give it the best possible shot, then I think those same kind of doors can open up for me. Like I really believe I'm meant for much greater things than what I've been doing. And the time has finally come for me to start pursuing those dreams and manifesting them into reality. And I want you to do the same because I think you deserve your best possible life too, don't you? Like, imagine your ideal life, like whatever you think that looks like. Maybe some of you have big life goals or dreams that you never thought would become reality. And maybe for some of you, it's just hard to imagine just being happy, perfectly content with life all your bills paid no stress and you still have time to smoke weed play video games and hang out with your friends or whatever you want to do like hey man whatever floats your boat go for it just remember that like you shouldn't get too distracted by your plans for the future that you fail to appreciate the now like, if you're only thinking about the destination you never get to look around and enjoy the scenery on the trip because life isn't about the destination it's all about the journey Trust me, you don't want to live your life on autopilot. Like, have you ever driven home from work or the grocery store and just 
not even know how you got home? Like, you don't even have to think about it because you've been doing it since you were 15 or 16, maybe younger if you had a hard life. Like, you know, when you're 12 and your dad's drunk at the bar and he needs a ride home and you're kind of a bigger kid so you can get away with it. And, you know, when you get pulled over by the cops, they just sort of see what's going on and they don't ask any questions because they just feel bad for you and they just wave you on and let you go home. Anyway, the point is you've been driving for a long time and it's easy to just go through the motions over and over again while being off in a completely different place in your head. Some people live their whole lives like that, ruminating on the past or worrying about the future so much that they miss the present moment completely. All we have is now. So make the most of it. The past and future are all in your mind. All that's real is here and now. And that's why you can't forget to mind your mind. Because when you mind your mind, then your mind won't mind. Now, I'll remind you all while I, why I say that gibberish tagline at the end of every episode. <laughs> For one thing, it's just consistent branding. I started doing it the first time, and I've been doing it. Now i got to keep doing it. But the reason I do it is because... Your mind can just run wild on you if you're not paying attention. You can spend so much time just thinking or filling your mind with distractions that you never take a moment to just sit and appreciate the present moment. So you need to pay attention to your thoughts or mind your mind so that you can realize that you're more than just your thoughts that are running wild. You're in charge. You get to direct the show. You're not just flowing like a feather through the breeze your whole life. You're in charge. You're living with purpose. And when you do that, all the anxiety and chatter just fades away. And all of a sudden, it's like your brain can just bathe in the pure ethereal bliss that is the present. That's why it's called the present. That's why it feels so good when you're there. And when you're there, your mind won't mind. In fact, your mind will probably like it and thank you for it. So, mind your mind. Because when you mind your mind, then your mind won't mind. Mind. Oh yeah, I forgot to do the part with the music at the end that I always do. Oh well. Anyway, so that was it. That was the first one in a while. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Definitely subscribe to it. Maybe leave a nice review. And um, yeah, let me know what you think. And uh, if you ever just want to like chat about some of the stuff we're talking about, if you're going through it, hey, hit me up. I'm always here. Oh, and one other thing I forgot to mention. The reason I yell mind at the very end. It's very startling. It's uh, it's because I do it. It's like the same reason that they they use the gong at the beginning of a meditation. It's like a bong. It's like a jolting, like it's a big blah. It gets your attention. It's like a, it's a little jarring, and it brings you immediately into the present moment. It's just like whoa. 
and that's why I wait and try to surprise you with it at the end. Anyway, that's all. Hope y'all enjoyed. And yeah, mind your mind. Mind your mind your mind. mind, mind, mind. mind.